so we start hour number three. I'm going to get to the big head in one minute. I just had a thought. I have an idea and a thought. If the committee has the power to do whatever the hell they want, and they do, and if it's there, if it's totally up to them to decide who, quote, the four best teams are, let me translate that, the four we want, why not just do that? If the games don't matter and the regular season doesn't matter, why not just go with the four they want? Because you can't tell me that if they got right down to it, if they had the power and there wasn't the smoke or the heat or the backlash, and they could do whatever the hell they want. And by the way, they can. They just did. Who are the four they would take? In this world, let's just play this game. Who would they take? Michigan, because you kind of have to. Bama, because they just did. You can't tell me they don't want Georgia. You can't tell me they don't want Georgia. The two-time defending national champs and SEC power. Michigan, Bama. I mean, they'd be geeking. Michigan because of the Michigan man and all the controversy and heat. Michigan, Bama because it is the Nick Saban Invitational. Georgia because they were the two-time defending national champs. And who's number four? And then they have to make this incredibly tough choice between... Texas and Ohio State, right? I mean, come on, let's be real. You know, maybe they cover themselves by going Texas instead of Ohio State because that's a serious brand right there. And they beat Bama on the road. But Ohio State, yo, Ohio State, you know that's what they would have done if they could. Instead, the next best thing, just bring the hammer down on Florida State and go with Bama and deal with the repercussions because they know that it's going to, in the end, it's going to pay. It's going to pay. It's better for business. Fine. And not only fine, I knew it was going to happen. Who didn't know that was going to happen? Just don't pretend that you're something that you're not. And don't pretend that the regular season matters and that the games matter because they don't. Hey, Rome, they would have gotten their asses kicked. Fine. Just say that. We didn't let them in because we knew they'd get their asses kicked. And this is a much more attractive matchup to our broadcast partners. Just be real. And stop acting like all these other things matter when you know they don't. All right. With that said, it is Monday, so that means we have MNF, which means we have a check-in with the big head, James Kelly. Head, you won another weekend, right? Yes, sir. So I'm guessing you're feeling pretty good right about now, right? I'm feeling grand right now. Good, I dude, win good. my NFL Sunday bets, and the fam destroys Philly and Philly. Life's good. <laughs> Life is good, dude. Which one did you enjoy more, winning the weekend or your surrogate fam destroying Philly and Philly? Priority is money. Money first, bets go, and then fam. Money over fam? Yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> You're all about the money, dude, for sure. Yeah, like right. the Power so, Five Conference Commissioners, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So you're feeling great. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you who's not feeling great right about now. Follow who's me on that? this. Okay. The same group that's never feeling great. Never feel great unless they're hating on something. What do we call that group? What's that word? What's that mm-hmm. word? Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Tip of my tongue. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Haters. Oh, Haters. Yes. That's what we call that group. They hate because they have nothing better to do than hate. They hate because hate is the new dopamine. Now, let me give you a specific example of what I'm talking about. Okay. A specific example, Head, of a certain sect of haters. Mm-hmm. The sect 
that is constantly coming for you and I mm-hmm. for being, quote, chalky little bitches. <laughs> for picking the favorites during this segment. Yes. Which to yes. me, and I'm going to give you your time to respond, but to me is the dumbest rap ever. One of the lamest arguments ever. Listen, if we were up in here picking the favorites straight up, mm-hmm. then that would be one thing. But we don't. Mm-hmm. And we never will. Mm-hmm. We're not giving you money line picks. Right. We're giving you picks against the spread. Straight mm-hmm. up And bitches. because picking against the spread in the NFL is one of the hardest things to do ever, then calling us chalky little bitches when we do it is one of the dumbest arguments ever. Nice swing bitch. So stop hating just to hate. Stop hating because you have nothing better to do. Believe me, do that. Do what I'm telling you. Stop hating because you have nothing better to do, and then you and the rest of the world will be so much better for it. You little fine boy bitch. And if you're just here to hate, and you can't get off the drug of hate, then at least from a business standpoint, rethink your stance and realize how stupid it is because it's costing you money. Yes. Is that an accurate statement, Head? And where do you come out on all this? 100% accurate statement. There seems to be no one louder than hates favorite guy, and you are an idiot if you take away favorite guy. Two categories we've made tons of money on for our Friday Best Bets for four years, and that's those two ones. In the last two weeks as well, Chalky Little Bitches are 20-7, and and road favorites are 11-2, and and road favorites on the season are 58.1% coverage rate. Dude, if you if anybody in this business hits fifty eight point one coverage rate, they're stars. Uh, you're not working somewhere else if you hit that, <laughs> hey, right? Hey, that, that is your job. Yes. That is what you're doing. Absolutely, but they right. are the loudest by far on social media, and they're pissed when you take road favorites, man. Yeah, or okay, that and then mm-hmm. favorites anyway. But again, chalky we're not, too, absolutely, I mean, absolutely. Stop. Yeah. It, it, we're picking against the spread. It's, it's a really hard for a reason, people. Right. I, I can't believe you and I actually have to have that's this conversation. Right. Except Three that's times what it is. Irrational. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'd love to say now that we have covered this, yeah. and we did just cover this, mm-hmm. we can be through with this and move on. But you and I both know that's not true. It's going to come up again, and probably before the end of my next sentence, <laughs> because haters going to hate. That's and it. Instead of thanking us. Haters will be hating on us. I just want to make sure this vocal minority knows how dumb they sound and how much money they're costing themselves. Right? They're not listening. That's right. Good. All right. So that said, let's go. Bengals at the Jags. That number's been moving around a bit. Where did that number stop? How are you playing that tonight, Ed? Yeah, so love this bet at Jags minus 7.5. The number it came out as, and uh, so did a lot of people. The number is now Jags minus 10 points, wow. and it's because, yes, no Joe Burrow. and 7.5 it started. 2.5 point bump. Wow. Yeah, it's because Burrow, man, and people think the Jags will feast on that Natty D, a defense that ranks 31st in the NFL in yards per game and yards per carry in a defense that ranks last in the NFL in yards per pass. They should move the ball with ease tonight, but beware of Cincy's ability to take the ball away. We're on um, the Cincinnati. On the other side of the ball, Cincy will want to run the football without Joe Burrow, but no one holds running backs to fewer rushing yards than the Jags have this season. Jake Browning will have to make plays with his arm to keep this clo- uh, close, but good news is he will have T. Higgins back, but... 
The Jags are the second-best team in the NFL in taking the football away themselves, so big Browning game here. Um, but, also, there's some wild numbers and notes on this game. I picked game. up on that butt. Alan did, too, a little bit late, but I, I knew you did that. I saw what you did there. But, yeah. But, yeah. but, 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 John Junk, but, Thank you, right but, there. But, Dude, check these numbers out, Jim. But, I deserve a third chance. But, but. <laughs> yeah, what numbers you got? The Bengals have lost 15 straight primetime games on the road and 26 of 27 night road games. They haven't won a Monday night football game since 1990 when Sam Weich was coaching and Boomer, your guy Boomer, was a quarterback. Um, also funny, the Jags so haven't hosted. Dude, that, those minute. numbers are incredible. It's been a minute right now. Wow. But the Jags haven't hosted a Monday night football game themselves in 12 years, which had me thinking, who in the hell from the NFL schedule, the 2011 Blaine Gabbert-led Jags, um, to play in front of the world, but they did. And also, for you clones, guess who they played? You'll love this one. Hmm. Norv Turner. Remember Norv Turner? Yeah. In any case, the Jags have gone... Seven and one in their last yeah, eight yeah, yeah, ATS. Yeah. I know he, he had a couple weeks off from the <laughs> assembly line at the Pineapple Factory, which then later exploded. I, I know, good one, clones. <laughs> Anyways, good offensive mind, North Turner. Yes. Having <laughs> you said sound all like that, you don't agree. No, not really. Yes. I don't. I think it was more players no, no, no. than Norv himself out thinking people. Yes. Think okay, you know, anyway, go Dallas ahead. Cowboys yeah. yeah, I got it. My yeah. point, though, Jim, right here, yeah, what I'm is going with point, Coach. Are yeah, you going to get to an EJ reference, too, while you're at it? Ooh, that'd be fun. Or a Benito reference while you're at it? Ooh, I forgot about Benito. Come on, man. Just stick to football, not pineapples. Okay, my pick here? Yeah. I'm going with Coach Taylor, who is 4-20 without Joe Burrow. I'm taking the 10 points. Sorry, the old adage is in play here. Bet favorites early. Dogs late, especially when they bump the line two and a half points. I'm going Bengals plus ten here. Wow, dude. Two okay. and a half points, You are man. not a chalky little bitch, are you? Not today. Not yeah. today. You know, it's really interesting. Uh, Ross Tucker says Straight something that I was thinking about as I thought about this pick earlier. He's like, you mm-hmm. know what? I'm just not comfortable. I'm not comfortable with ten points in the NFL so ever. So many. Ever. Yeah. So many. Double. It's so many. Mm-hmm. Double-digit spreads concern me and obviously against good teams but i hate to say it but the Bengals are not who we thought they were and they're not the team that they were and we know this not without joe burrow and you laid out those numbers about the defense man it's breaking my heart because you know that i'm a lou anarumo guy i know if you're a member of the shanahan family i want to be a member of the anarumo family i know i love lou that defense has been getting gashed and those numbers don't lie in the meantime the jags are not only who we thought they'd be, but because the AFC overall is not what we thought it would be, suddenly the Jags have a legitimate shot at the top seed in the conference, and they know it, and I expect them to prepare and play like it against a Bengals team that, who you point out accurately, always seems to have trouble under the lights in prime time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I never feel good about a 10-point spread against anybody unless it's against the Panthers or the Patriots. for instance. But I feel pretty confident in saying it. They're going to win, and they're going to cover. Duval mm. is going to be off the hook tonight for a primetime game. I will lay the 10. Beautiful. Jacksonville, minus 10. Fun. All right, fun. You, you and I are on the opposite side of this one. Is there a prop or two that you like? Yeah, I got two here. Only the Saints and Colts give up more rushing yards. Don't you want to call me a chalky little bitch? What's that? Don't you want to call me a chalky little bitch? No, I don't want to get ran. Okay. No. No, no. no, but why not? They, they will anyway. You might as well get in there first. Yeah, if I lose this, they're going to come at me anyways. Way to take the points, idiot. 
<laughs> what do you uh, like, man? Give me a prop bet or two. Uh, like I got two prop bets here. Only the Saints and Colts give up more rushing yards a quarterback than the Bengals do. I'm going with Trevor Lawrence over 13.5 yards rushing. And only the Broncos give up more yards per game to tight ends than since he does. Evan Ingram has Love not him. scored a touchdown. Love him. Zero touchdowns on the season. I'm going to say he's going to score a touchdown tonight for plus 250 prop to score a touchdown. I love the guy. I think he, he, yes, I like that. He's a weapon. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. All right, so running back, really quickly, what are the three things you're hitting? Bengals plus 10, Trevor Lawrence over 13 and a half yards rushing, and Evan Ingram to score his first touchdown this season at plus 250. All right, head, you got a chance to make some dough. Good job, as always. Thank you very much. Thank you. you. Check you tonight. Head and I. Trying to educate you clones. Hey, listen, you can say we don't know what we're talking about, but you got to stop with this, you chalky little bleeps. Straight up bitches. We're not. We're not. If we picked the game straight up, we would be. That would be the biggest waste of time ever. We're not doing that. Bitch for a quarterback. Well, we're not saying, hey, man, hit that money line at minus 500. We're not doing that. We're picking against the spread. That's why there is a spread. And since the legalization of gambling in so many states and so much money at stake, it's gotten harder and harder and harder and harder because people are getting better and better and better. So the lines are getting tougher and tougher to win against. Like, why? Of all the things I have to argue, I'll never understand that. Like, this whole college football thing, I understand both sides of the argument. Why do I have to? I'm more than happy to have that argument and listen to your argument and see both sides of that argument. But why do I have to argue this whole thing about why do I have to? The head and I being chalky little bleeps. That's the dumbest thing ever. All right, so phone lines are ringing. I like that. So who got jammed? Who got jammed? Who got worked? Who belongs there? What do you make of the committee? Did Florida State get jammed or not? Would they have got hammered anyway or not? What is the criteria? I've given you my thoughts on this. Now I'll take yours. one 800 636 8686. If you want to play along, who do you have tonight? How do you feel about double digit games in the NFL? Would you lay 10 points tonight? It's a big number. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. I understand that the Bengals aren't who we thought they were because they don't have who we expect them to have, but they are proud. They are proud. They don't want to get embarrassed with all their peers watching and on Monday night. It's a lot of points to lay. But that's how much I like Jacksonville. And I think Duval is fueling up right now as we speak. Where's the queen? All right, stay with it. Your telephone call is guaranteed when we come back. You're listening to the G. Just kind of feeling that. Good, Albie. The ones get it done. Granger is offering supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call or click Granger.com or stop on by. Quick solicitation. ATPs, please. I would love an ATP or more. In the meantime, you have your topic. You know how I feel. Let's get right back to it. Let's go to the phones. We go to Texas. Ryan. Ryan, what's going on? How are you? Yes, sir. I just want to agree, Rome, that this is not about 
rewarding Florida State with their undefeated season for all the, all the hard work that they have put in. This is about rewarding the fans and what we can do to entertain them. Like you said, this is a business. How much how much money can we make? How many fans can we put in the seats? Ryan, my man, I think you and I are on the same page. I just can't tell because the sound quality was so horrible on your phone call. I think you and I are saying the same thing. But because I don't know exactly what you're saying, I got to keep moving. It's still an audio median for the radio part. I need better sound quality. I think he was talking about, man, it doesn't really matter what you accomplished. It doesn't really matter who's most deserving. Money is what matters. Pretty much. Money, ratings, buzz, juice, hype, conversation, negotiations, your corporate partners, all of the above. And the fact of the matter is, Florida State might be most deserving. I'd argue they are most deserving. Look at their record. They're undefeated in a Power 5 conference. But most deserving does not factor into this, period. Like, when the committee runs down their criteria, blah, 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 most deserving. Most deserving does not show up anywhere. I like, the, you know what I like, though? I like the one bullet point that did show up. Coaches and players must be eligible and available to play. That seemed like a new one. Am I wrong on that? Was that already in there? They definitely, they definitely hammered that one, though. Key coaches and or players must be available. They hammered that point. If what Florida State did, I'm not saying that Bama is not better right now. They're certainly healthier right now. But if they're more, if you want the four best teams why don't we why don't we waste time with rankings? Why don't we waste time with who was ranked where and this, that, and the other when inevitably they're just going to pick who they want? Fine. <laughs> just say that then. We're going to pick who we want. We're going to pick who we think is going to give us the most entertaining playoff. Great. But maybe you should have told Florida State that before they killed themselves to go undefeated and thought they were in. Most deserving doesn't mean Jack. Let's go to... Let's go to St. Louis. Lee in St. Louis. Good to have St. you, Lee. What's up? Hey, what's going on? What's up, dude? Hey, I have a, a question. My mind thinks a little different than everybody else's. We've been listening to the situation about Florida State for the last couple of days. And they were talking about, like you said earlier, about matchups, maybe competition between two teams and or two conferences or what have you. Very interesting question. If Deion Sanders gets that job at Florida State, you think they're booted out? Interesting question. Let me answer that, Lee. Appreciate you. Lee just said, if Deion Sanders was Florida State's head coach, do we think they'd be booted out? Here's the problem, Lee. He's lost eight of his last nine games. He's lost six in a row. He lost a couple of assistant coaches, including another one Saturday night, who was one of his top recruiters. 
His recruiting class is not good at all right now. And if you ask the question right now, then the answer, of course, would be no. I mean, how much has his stock plummeted? And I I won't even get into personal stuff about the fact that that his longtime fiance and he also broke up over the weekend. She put that on Instagram. Like, my man's losing everything. Recruits are decommitting. His fiance decommitted. His assistant coaches are decommitting. I mean, what happens if Shador hits the portal? What happens if his dog runs away? Yeah, no, I would say no. I I don't think that him being the head coach at Florida State right now would have changed anything. Now, if you ask me that question after they beat TCU or they started quickly, maybe. Right now, no. I, I got a better question for you, my guy. How about how happy is Florida State that he's not their head coach right now? The question is not would Florida State be in if Deion Sanders was the head coach, but rather how happy are they that he's not their head coach? Let me tell you something. Florida State right now is miserable. Freaking miserable. Maybe never been more miserable. Except back in the day, you know, wide right, wide left, when they couldn't make a kick. But while they are extremely miserable for a number of reasons, Dion not being their head coach is not one of them. Dion poaching their top recruit is not one of them. No, man, Florida State built this thing the right way. They were right there, right there. But listen, I want to say this again. They're not without blame. The ACC is not without blame. The ACC also wanted to put this off. They could have had the expanded playoff this year, and then this wouldn't have happened. This was always going to happen. It was going to happen to somebody. And if you're going to sit here and tell me that that committee was going to take Florida State and a backup quarterback and the ACC over Alabama and the SEC, come on. Can we get real, please? You knew that was coming. You had to know that was coming. But having said that, I know why Florida State's furious. Because they did everything they were supposed to do. Let's go to Kansas City, Steve in KC. Good to have you, Steve. How are you? Hey, Jim. I'm doing well. How are you, sir? Good. Great. Good. Hey, so my take on this is if the committee is being forthright and saying that because their starting quarterback is injured, they're not better than Alabama, how can they say they're better than Georgia? Or how can they say they're better than Ohio State or Missouri even? If they're going to drop them to five, they should have dropped them to 12. I think you're right, dude. I think you're right. I think you're exactly right. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think it's cover. One, it provides cover when they get blown out. And two, they didn't want to add insult to injury because it's tough enough to justify why they're number five. How are you going to justify an unbeaten team from a power five being number eight or number nine or number 10, even though what you say makes sense? If you're saying they can't hang because they got their backup quarterback, how are they going to hang against a Georgia team that should be pretty focused and motivated if they've got chip on their shoulder? Uh, I think what you say makes sense by the committee's logic. And then, and then after all this hand-wringing, if they do get blown out, then of course the argument's going to be, see, see, they got it right. 
And my point is not whether they got it right or they got it wrong, only that it was the most predictable thing ever. And this is the bottom line. And I think we all kind of understand what makes the world go around, right? Money, ratings, attention, business is business. It's better for business. This is business. That being said, I understand why Florida's upset. Because they did what they were led to believe they were supposed to do. Everything. Everything. And listen, that the ACC might be top-heavy right now, but the ACC did have a winning record against the SEC. The SEC did have a down year. The SEC was under 500 at a conference against Power 5 schools. But, but, Bama, but, but Nick Saban, but the SEC, but, but TV, but, but eyeballs, but, 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 1-800-636-8686. Let me take a short time out. So when we come back, I've got time for your phone calls. Now is the time. Get up in here. Hit this thing while it's hot. Hit it early in the week. You know, we're not going to do this for an entire month, although we may have to, but we're not going to do it for an entire month. Uh, I'm more than happy to do it for an entire month. Yeah, that'd be great, actually. I could just put my feet up and show up in here about 15 minutes before air, get a little man cake, and just take these phone calls on the same topic. Here. Florida man! Here. Here. Florida man, you can take this! Here. Bama man! Here. Bama man, you can let Florida man talk to you like that! Here. 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 Georgia man, what about you? Here. Michigan man, how come nobody's calling you a cheater anymore? No, I won't do that. It is time to answer the Ask the Pros question. Will you clones get to submit a question at cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros. And you know, it's sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts. For all of your car care needs, get the parts and service you need fast. From the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Mr. Rome. If you were single, would you mail Christmas cards to family and or friends? Respectfully, Edward Marino from Redondo Beach. Edward, respectfully, hell no. Hell no. I have no interest in that. I would not do that. DJ, on the other hand, is all about that life. And she sends out 500. Fact. What would I do? Send a Christmas card of what? Me? The cat? If I lived by myself, I wouldn't have a cat. I, I don't mind. Look, I love cats. I love animals. That's kind of a family thing. I would not. If I were single, I would not have an animal. If I were single, I would not have a Christmas card list. Honestly. And if your thing is, you don't need to send a picture. Can't you just send cards? Well, I can. But I'd be like the committee and just decide not to. A committee of one. No, I would not. But thank you, as always, for playing, Eddie. Thank you for asking. Romy, I've always wondered... Have you ever met or communicated with Iggy Pop? And has he ever thanked you for keeping his song relevant? Wow, that's a good one. You know what's more amazing than that song? 
being our open for so long is that, again, I, I haven't told the story in a long time, but when I worked in San Diego at a combo station, 6.90 a.m. was where I got my first big break, and right down the hall was an absolutely ionic and legendary Ionic. FM station, Alternative Rock 91X. 91X was one of the greatest radio stations ever. 690 was one of the greatest radio stations ever when I was on it. You know, my day part anyway. All joking aside, I mean that. They assigned me a board operator who knew nothing about sports. But he had a really good ear. And he was a really funny guy, super good guy. I loved him. Tom Perry. Tom Perry just lifted that tune before it was like, I mean, it was 1991. Like, Tom Perry just heard that song and said, that should be your open. That, that, I like that song. I'm like, all right. So that was totally Tom Perry. So what happened to Tom Perry? I have no idea. Tom, he was not a jock at the time. He was just kind of floating at the station, then got his own show because he was really creative. And last I heard, years and years and years and years ago, I think he was in D.C. doing a show. I have no idea what happened years, to my guy, Tom Perry. Years, years. Tom years. Perry and I used to do an appearance. When we were in San Diego, there was a place in San Clemente. The name escapes me. And I would come up once a week during the football season, and they would let us have as many, like, brats and beers and food as we wanted. And I would just kind of sit there and hold court. And there'd usually be, like, five people in the bar. And my guy Tom Perry would always come up with me for the free grub. So I think my talent fee at that time was like 75 bucks, for real. They paid me 75 bucks, and 15 of it went to gas. 20 of it went to a tip. Like, I lost money on the deal, I think. <laughs> but me and Perry had a great time. And he would always come up with me with the, with the free grub. Anyway, no, I've never spoken to Iggy Pop. Tom Perry made that decision. He found that song. Also, Boomtown Rats. That was his idea. Up all night. Let's see here. So, no, I've never spoken to Iggy. Hey, Jim. Which member of the XR4TI is responsible for selecting the music played when turning from a break? They pick a lot of metal, which always surprises me. Who are some of your favorite bands? Matthew and Tallahassee. That's Alvy. Alvy has full autonomy. Alvy, how would you answer that question? Alvy, it might be time to move over a chair and answer a question. You can do this once a year. Do it. Dude, dude, no. Dude, dude, yes. Dude, just do it. Just do it, Alvin. You're, you're, I don't have an answer for that one, dude, is your answer. Come over here. I'm not going to speak for you, man. You have had full autonomy. If you're watching on CBS Sports Network, there is the move. There is Alvin. Alvin's reaching. Dude, dude, no. Dude. Just pretend it's the Cavaliers. All right, so Alvin, I'm going to read you the question. Which member of the XR4TI is responsible hey, for... Oh, hello, Alvin. How you doing, dude? Great. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for asking. Which member of the XR4TI is responsible for selecting the music played when, when returning from a break? They pick a lot of metal, which always surprises me. Who are some of your favorite bands? Thank you, Matthew in Tallahassee. The answer is you. That, is, that would be me, yes. I, I take full credit for that. Okay, what is your process for selecting the music? Okay, this is going to sound really lame and not exciting at all. There's a Spotify playlist where they just have a bunch of that heavy metal stuff. And then 
I'll listen to it. Oh, that's not that bad. And then I'll, I'll find it the next day. You're right, dude. That's not exciting at <laughs> I all. Wish that I is pretty had an boring. I expected answer. something much better than that. You're right. Oh, I go on tour. I check out all these new bands. And I'm totally <laughs> you're, connected. You're in, the, you're in clubs. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally connected with the heavy metal uh, community. Yeah, those people. And, and I bet they send you a bunch of stuff because they would give anything to have you break their band. They send me on their our network. Yeah, they, they send me their mixes and everything. And I. I they ask you, for my you know opinion. about payola, right? You can't. Ooh, I, I'm not even supposed to say that word. You can't take things, right? You know that. No, 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 no. They don't. I mean, they don't offer me any money or anything, or, or like free chicken wings or something like that. But they don't offer you like other party favors, do they? I just know in, if it sounds good in the first thirty seconds, that okay, let's go with it. Yeah, it but could be anything from 30, cannab- 30 seconds, though, dude. Like, for instance, how long is the standard bump? Assuming that I'm, we're all doing what we're supposed to be doing, how long should that bump? Because my manager, our manager, KTK, yeah. he constantly reminds me, like, we're like the only ones who still do this. Or we're one of the last remaining ones, I really? think. I think. I think. <laughs> See, we're totally on an island. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> See? Now we're no, getting somewhere. We don't, we don't get this I, I newsletter. Be, the radio maybe I'm misrepresenting that. KTK might correct me. Okay, but the 30 seconds, you know 30 seconds in whether or not it's usable, but how long should we technically play a bump back? Okay, so these these like tail ends or bumpers or in whatever they call it, they should be about like 15 seconds-ish. Right. that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I, I, I extend it to like two minutes. I mix them like and repeat them myself. Dude, we never have two minutes of music on the air. No, never. <laughs> we go. We hit the dot right there. Boom. We never. I, and, I, I'm and, never late and, for a sports update, yeah, and, and we never New go York beyond never 15 bothers seconds. Us about taking that segment too long. All right. So back to their next point. Who are some of your favorite bands? You know what we go to a lot is uh, uh, Five Finger Death Punch. I like Cannibal Corpse. They're a new one. Um. I don't even know if they're around anymore. E M M U R E. I don't Amir. I don't even want to ruin their name. Sorry. Okay. Uh, we liked Avoid. Remember when you had that moment yes. with? I, I see. That, I still see them once in a while on Instagram. They Benny. pop up. Yep. Uh, go ahead, Tom. Play that. Drop Metallica. that. Come on, Tom. Drop. Yeah, drop just, the Avoid. <laughs> he can't do that. What else you got? Who else would uh, like? You know, Metallica came back. I don't know if that's like old or. The new old or something like Once that. Once in a while, you'll feed the beast and you'll throw me a bone. Van and Halen. Like, Van Halen. Like, but what is that? I feel like that's every... It used to be like once a month. I feel like you've gotten that down like once a quarter yeah, that on was, Friday. So when I would take breaks and stuff and not be here, it used to annoy me that Garrett would just play it like nilly, willy-nilly like all the time. Like, you, you yeah, but at least he didn't play that. Jerry Rafferty. There you go. I, I, hit, Street, I would, like, I would Rick, hide are that. Are you kidding stuff. me? Like, remember the bumps that Ray used to play on his birthday because we let him do whatever he wanted during his segment? It, it was all his choices, yes. Baker I Street, would. dude. Hey, Rit, way to remind us that you're not 184. Yeah. Baker Street. So, yeah, we would also mix in rap, too. Song. So it's not... I, 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 that guy mentioned we also played other genres. And, no, no, he's just saying metal. But okay. we do play other genres. Yeah, we, we have rap, we have... Hey, can we also never forget the reason that I had such a close relationship with Blink was because Brian Albers, your predecessor, the legend, used to legend. bump Blink when they before they were Blink Blink, you know, like and the and the band and the manager of the band loved that we had their back and then when they blew up they never forgot. That's so, awesome. That that is awesome, right? It's awesome that you went to their revival concert recently too. No, I did not. Oh. <laughs> 
Dude, don't get don't get you. sassy, Abby. You went from having nothing to say to talking smack. No, I wasn't. End. I was. I thought you'd pick me up on that. I, I no, dude. Don't don't be don't be going there. I like I like also when once in a while I'll just say, "Hey, man, can you get me?" And I haven't done it in a long time, but can you get me some Rise Against? And you'll pop that in there. That was good. We have that. We got that. Do they have new stuff? I don't even know. Um, I think I got to check my newsletter. Do that. Why don't you check your Spotify where you rip everything else off of? I wish I had the name of the Spotify list. I I, I can't remember it. Dude, and all along, I'm like, genius, genius, genius. Was it like you're pumped just, up you're or just something? Going to Spotify. Like, hey, let's go check so and so. Like, what celebrity's playlist are you lifting that from? It was, it's a very generic. It, I don't even It just pops up. It's Alvin Station, right? Uh, no, as like pumped up or get fit or get turned. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Get turned. Yeah, that's what it is. It's hashtag get turned. The, the thing about this album, uh, the listeners, I know you're like you're you're moving, you're leaning, your body language would suggest that this segment ended for you five minutes ago. The clones are loving this. I know them. I know them. They're loving this. What is? Do we have how, a clock update? What are where are we at on the clock? Are we good? What do you care about the clock update? I know because it's your ass. Really quickly, how often do you update or plagiarize? How often do you? refresh that because like, you got to admit alvin sometimes i say to you dude we could use a few new bucks uh, it's the worst thing um you <laughs> you'll tell me in a very polite manner man we really need to freshen those bumps yeah but and, I, even and, i haven't done that in a long little, time part of my soul dies because yeah I, yeah because i know how hard you work on them it takes probably five minutes to add 50 new bumps right because yeah once you say it that means we needed to freshen the bumps like three or four months ago. So that, <laughs> it's fair. That tells me it's that I'm way late. So. All right, Avi, where we are on the clock, 51 after. Good job. Good effort. Thanks, man. Well done. Please do not go home and uh, procreate. All right, so that's Alvin, and th- th- that answers. Th- there you go. That was one of the legendary ATPs because you asked a question that brought Alvin on the air, and Alvin only comes on the air once or twice a year max. Very well played. Let's see. What else do we have? Hey, Jim, when will you start charging a small number of clones to be able to sit behind the glass during a show? Do you miss your studio audience? Victor in San Diego. My response to that would be never and hell no. But then again, everybody's got a price. Am I right, committee? Hey, listen, if there are some billionaires or hundred millionaires or just multimillionaires that want to come in here and throw down large to sit on the other end of the glass, I'll do that. But we're not doing it for free. We're not doing it for 10 bucks. Hell, for the right amount of money, I might let you sit across from me here on the desk. A no, million. I, by the way, for the right amount of money, I'd go to the other side of the glass. And you can go ahead and host the show. No, I don't. I frankly, I don't miss the studio audience because, and I don't even feel badly saying this, my studio audience was whack because they didn't want to really be there, and they didn't know who I was. I mean, that was one of the weirdest That's things whack. ever. And I'm out there throwing, dropping f bombs on my Showtime show, and I find out it's some church group that they put on a bus that they brought in, and they looked mortified. So the answer is no, I do not miss. The ones that get it done, Granger 
is offering supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call or click Granger.com or stop on by. That was fun. My thanks to Alvy. Good job, Alvy. Way to go. I thought you worked harder on that, but good job anyway. Ross Tucker, Eric Kendricks, the XR4TI crew. See ya. We're out.